Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Self-Control. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you're a loving, merciful, good God. Thank you for showing us in your word how you think, what your will is, Father. We don't have to guess who you are and what you're like. You show us in your word because Jesus is the word. So we choose to follow your word, not to be rebellious, Father, but to follow your word and to be a doer of your word. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about self-control. This is critical if we are going to walk in the things of God, in the fruits of the Spirit, and be a blessing to those around us. Let's start today in Galatians 5:22 through 24 in the New King James Bible. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, 23, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. 24, and those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So folks, today we're going to talk about self-control or controlling self. This is the last fruit of the Spirit in our review. The Strong's Concordance includes temperance and continence. One definition for temperance is self-restraint in action, statement, etc. One definition for continence, self-restraint or abstinence, especially in regard to sexual activity. I think God would really appreciate that definition in today's times with all of the sexual perversion accepted and promoted in the world today which is outside of God's plan for sex only in marriage between a man and a woman. But self-control goes way beyond just sexual desires. It encompasses everything. Controlling our flesh so we don't let it rule, but yield to our spirit man and walk in the spirit. Love really is the focal point of all the fruits. As if we truly are walking in God's love, we'll follow and yield to all of the fruits of the spirit. But isn't it interesting that self-control is last? Could that be because that is the last one that we really fully conquer in our quest to walk with God? If you think about it, if we are really controlling self, controlling our flesh, then we'll walk in meekness or humility and faithfulness and goodness and kindness and patience and peace and joy and, of course, love. All of these things are in us when we give our lives to Jesus. We just have to put our flesh down, control self, and we can do that when we walk in the Spirit. Then we'll not walk in the flesh. When it tries to rear up, our self-control will say, No, 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 flesh. We don't do what you want to do. We walk in the Spirit, in godliness and love. Proverbs twenty-five twenty-eight in the Amplified. Like a city that is broken down and without walls, leaving it unprotected, is a man who has no self-control over his spirit and sets himself up for trouble. Folks, this is a good scripture to talk about in our review of self-control. God tells us here that if we have no self-control, we are like a city that's broken down without walls, which leaves it unprotected. You know, God is an answer for every problem in our world. He is pretty clear here on the value of walls. But the devil has deceived many in these end times and in a bunch of other topics too. So if we have no self-control, no walls around our life, we are setting ourselves up for trouble. 
2 Timothy 1.7 in the Amplified. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. My friends, God has given us a spirit of power and of love and sound judgment and personal discipline, and that includes self-control. If we are in Christ, we can control ourselves by letting our spirit rule our lives. Proverbs 16.32 in the Amplified. He who is slow to anger is better and more honorable than the mighty soldier. And he who rules and controls his own spirit than he who captures a city. Folks, being slow to anger is one sign of self-control. We make that choice and rule and control our life with our spirit man. It just doesn't happen automatically. Now, 2 Peter 1, verses 5-7 through 7 in the Amplified. For this very reason, applying your diligence to the divine promises, make every effort in exercising your faith to develop moral excellence, and in moral excellence, knowledge, insight, understanding. Six, and in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, steadfastness, and in all your steadfastness, godliness. Seven, and in your godliness, brotherly affection, and in your brotherly affection, develop Christian love, that is, learn to unselfishly seek the best for others and to do things for their benefit. My friends, ultimately, love and self-control will help us get to a point of unselfishly seeking the best for others and doing things for their benefit and God's, not our benefit. This is the ultimate self-control and a selfless life. 1 Corinthians 9, 24-27 in the Amplified. 24, do you not know that in a race all the runners run their very best to win, but only one receives the prize? Run your race in such a way that you may seize the prize and make it yours. 25, now every athlete who goes into training and competes in the games is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things. They do it to win a crown that withers, but we do it to receive an imperishable crown that cannot wither. Folks, a runner has to train with self-control and receives a perishable gift. We exercise self-control to receive an imperishable gift of eternity with Jesus. 26. Therefore, I do not run without a definite goal. I do not flail around like one beating the air, just shadow boxing. 27. But like a boxer, I strictly discipline my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached the gospel to others, I myself will not somehow be disqualified as unfit for service. My friends, I love Paul's teachings, but really all the word is inspired by God. But this verse says to strictly discipline our bodies and make them our slave. We can't let our bodies rule, as God says, we'll be unfit for service. Now, 1 Peter 4, verses 1 through 8 in the English Standard Bible. Stewards of God's grace. Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking, for whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Folks, when we exercise self-control, we are making the flesh suffer and turning away from sin. To as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. 
Three, for the time that has passed suffices for doing what the Gentiles want to do, living in sensuality, passions, drunkenness, orgies, drinking parties, and lawless idolatry. My friends, much of the church enters into these evil things by falsely teaching moderation, but God does not promote moderation in sin. Notice drunkenness and orgies are listed side by side. Self-control does not mean to have moderation in sin. That is the devil's teaching and is very prevalent in today's world and sadly in much of the church. For with respect to this, they are surprised when you do not join them in the same flood of debauchery and they malign you. Folks, when we exercise self-control and say no to sin, the world will malign you just like the majority of the news media across the world today does to Christians standing for godly principles. But the wicked will give an account to God. Verse 5, But they will give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. 6, For this is why the gospel was preached, even to those who are dead, that though judged in the flesh the way people are, they might live in the Spirit the way God does. 7, The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. My friends, self-control is more critical than ever as we are in the end of the end times. Let's all live on fire for God, not lukewarm. Verse 8, Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Folks, we are closing out with our last verse on the fruits of the Spirit. Above all, we need to keep loving one another earnestly, including tough love sometimes, as love covers a multitude of sins. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your teaching on the fruits of the Spirit, Father. We choose to walk in them, Father. We choose to walk in the Spirit and will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. And we choose not to make excuses not to choose moderation in sin, Father, not to be deceived by the devil. Even if somebody has a religious title trying to show us it's okay to do this or that, we know in our heart what sin is, Father, and it steals, kills, and destroys. So we thank you for helping us, Father, and thank you for your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.